This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I can't remember. I know we've talked about this before, and I can't remember if it's been proven true or not, but about, I don't know, a month ago, three weeks ago, Callie walks into the kitchen and she says, I got to get a new phone. My iPhone is messing up. It cuts out. I can't hear people half the time that it won't hold a charge. And I said, well, put a Google on it and see when the new iPhones are coming out. And sure enough, it was, they announced them yesterday. Yeah. So is it true that the phones self-destruct in the vicinity of a new iPhone launch? I would say where there's smoke, there's fire. I mean, and, well, but here's the reality. I mean, are you really working on old stuff when the new stuff comes out? I don't know. I don't so know. So, what are you but saying? Coincidentally, you don't think they're updating the older phones, which allows them to. I think that the, I think that the up, uh, well, I don't know. Obviously, I'm like no Apple insider or anything, but if I were the CEO, I would spend my energy creating new things and updating the new things. But like your speaker or your ear thing not working, that has nothing to do with software. That's true. That's just the hardware dying. And I'm pretty sure this happened to my phone last time where- But you know what's weird is your dad's iPhone is really old and he never has problems. But all he does is look at pictures, take take pictures and text- like he's not running and he, I think he listens to music sometimes like, yeah. oh no, he does that on his I, iPad. iPad. Yeah. He uses his iPad for that. So I, that for what it's used for, like he's not using speakerphone. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, there has to be some, or there's just a lot of coincidence. It's just a lot of I do of appreciate the running joke about it. It kind of, you know. It's, I, I don't know. It, it brings me slight joy. And who's complaining? Not me, because guess what? I get an upgraded phone. So, yeah, you know. If, if you want to, from what I read based on uh, like other people's analysis of it, because all the stuff about the camera and the retina display and all this, like these number, I don't. Super techie stuff. Yeah, I don't really understand that. But the reviews that I read said there's two things of note. One, on the new iPhone 13, the camera is slightly better, but 99.5% of the planet will never notice the difference. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit brighter, a little bit more detailed or something. There's a little bit of an improvement in the camera. The big improvement is in the battery. Mm. Now, I have the 12, and I've noticed no battery issues. I don't have any battery issues mm-hmm. with mine, but maybe if you're running different apps or whatever, there's battery issues. So the battery is supposed to be much better. If you want the new iPhone 13 – and you've got an extra grand lying around because that's how much it costs. Uh, you can order it this Friday and then it will ship on Friday, September 24th. And something else. Here's what I want to know. I want to know when you when the new one comes out, 
how much the old one is going to go down in price. Cause if there's not that big of a difference, like if I can't tell, I don't need any phone. I mean, to me, an upgrade's an upgrade. So right. I have two versions ago. Jeff has one version ago. So I don't need the brand new one. I feel like this is a sign of maturity right here. Or old age. Or old age. I don't, I don't I need don't. that newfangled thing. Just give me one that works. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Garbage Day because there's no greater feeling than seeing all of your clutter disappear in the back of a giant garbage truck and drive off into the sunset. It Jeff feels, lives for garbage day. Oh, it feels so good to just get rid of stuff. And I'll tell you what's liberating. And, and this is, I've, I've experienced this liberation for about nine months now, but I used to feel a lot of pressure about if the garbage can was overflowing or if I had a couple of cardboard boxes that weren't in the recycle bin or that I had like a box that wasn't broken down, I used to put a lot of pressure on myself and that pressure is gone. I just put it out there and they take it and it's liberating and it feels great and it makes me enjoy garbage day even more. What made you stressed out that they wouldn't take it? It's uh, like, it's, do they give you rules when you sign yeah, up? I think they do. Oh, they do. Yeah, I think like you have to put it out there. You have to have a certain side of the can facing the street. If you have the ones. Really? That they, yeah, that they automatically pick up. And then like you're only allowed to put the bags. Everything has to be sealed in a plastic bag. And it has to fit in the bag and your boxes all have to be broken down. There's a lot of rules and I'm not the only one. A lot of fe- wow. people feel garbage day pressure. Well, we have really good garbage people. We do. They're yeah, really we totally great. do. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for my new Gavel. Supreme. You think I'm not going to be hitting that the whole show? You would be wrong, but I am going to move it because there was like some reverb on there. I'll just try it again. How's that sound? Amazon is the greatest. Like I, I bought that gavel on Amazon for like 10 bucks. There were probably 50 that you could have chosen from that I could have chosen. from. You know, what's funny is there's some, I said it again. You know what I find interesting is that there is someone that's like, you know what I'm going to sell on Amazon? Gavels. Yep. That's what I'm going to sell. And apparently 49 other people had the same idea. And what's fascinating to me is they probably sell like 50 of them a week, which is so weird to me that the world needs 50 new gavels per week. But I'm sure they do. Now, here's the deep dive that I'm going to do, because, you know, I get on these Internet like rabbit holes where I go down and then I can't stop. I want to know what people use. I am a little, um, so I guess this is silly, but I thought that gavels were just a tradition, like an old school tradition that they did in courtrooms, just like as a random, you know, I don't know, traditional thing that they do. I am surprised that there's enough of a gavel thing. Like what are people using gavels for? Like Chrissy said, my best friend texted me and was like, oh my gosh, I have a gavel that I use at the PTO meetings. I'm like, you start your PTO meetings with a gavel? Yeah, I think that's like calling a a meeting to order. So it's any organized meeting. 
Board of Education, courtroom. I feel like I have just been missing out on Auction, having- Auctioneers use gavels to like, sold, clunk. When they asked me in high school what I wanted to be when I grow up, I'm like, could you tell me, here's what I want to know from my test, my career test. I want to know what profession I can have outside of being a judge where I can use a gavel. I want to talk about, briefly, about Norm MacDonald, who is the comedian who passed away yesterday. He was on Saturday Night Live for about five years, um, I think in the... 90s. Yeah, I think, I'm pretty sure it was in the 90s. He's also has like right. He's been in a bunch of movies. He has writing credits on a ton of hit TV shows. And uh, he was also one of the um, Colonel Sanders in the Kentucky Fried Chicken commercial. Oh, yeah, I forgot okay. about that. I was like, what have I seen him in recently or how have I seen him on TV recently? I, and, I know, and I know he was doing stand up within the past year because I saw a clip of him doing jokes about COVID. So mm -hmm. he's, been, he, so he's been active. He died yesterday at age six, or I think maybe a day or two ago, but it was announced yesterday, age 61. Here's the thing that's remarkable to me. He died after a nine year battle with cancer that nobody knew about. I was going to ask that because I didn't read about it, um, but I my question was going to be, did anybody know? Like, was that a public thing? No. And I read in a couple places that it was so private that there were friends of his that didn't even have any idea. Like, That's it, crazy. It was just something that he completely kept to himself. And that made just the first thing that popped in my mind when I read that was that we all need to remember that you have no idea what battle somebody else is facing. Mm -hmm. So when they might be a little rude to you or they cut you off in traffic or uh, whatever, and you want to flip them off or whatever, like you don't know, that could be the greatest person in the world. That could be the kindest person in the world. That could be a person whose career it is to make others laugh, but they're just having a really bad day because they've had to deal with chemo, because they just got in a fight with their spouse, because they realize that their bank account's overdrawn, that they're going to lose their job, that their, their rent or their mortgage payments passed it, whatever. But they could be just having a really bad moment in time. And I think that there are a lot of people who publicly display things being really great, but privately are really, really struggling. I think that there's a general assumption that we all walk around thinking that everybody's having a pretty good day unless we hear otherwise. Yes. But I think probably the safer assumption is that we should encounter everybody that we encounter in a day as though they're having the worst day of their life. Right. And treat people with that level of compassion and intention. And I need to do that as well. Um, I just think the world would be a better place. Okay. Changing 180 degrees. Uh, let's give Callie an opportunity to use her gavel. If you've been missing an action for a couple of weeks, Supreme Court Cali is a segment that we're doing on the show. It started with me finding like silly stories on the internet about interpersonal disputes. 
and quickly evolved into upside listeners sending us their scenarios and asking Callie to resolve them. Yes. And I am very into it. We have theme music, as you just heard. And now I have a gavel. And that means once the gavel's banged, law. It's law. <laughs> I actually have, I, I pulled two of them today because in my opinion, I would be shocked if you are on a different page than like with me, the first one that I'm going to read, I think there's only one right answer. Okay. And I think you're going to side with the writer, with the texter, because this came in via text. Mm -hmm. So I think you're going to side with the person who texted it in. If not, we can take some time and discuss Don't it. try to influence the judge. Okay, good point. All right. So this came in via text. Again, no names. Good morning. I need some help from Supreme Court Cali. My longest friend came to me asking if I would co-sign a $3,500 personal loan in order to have a medical procedure done. She had already asked three of our other friends. They all said no due to bad or no credit. So two things, just so um, we're clear going forward. One, she never explains whether or not it's an important medical procedure or uh, if it's like a cosmetic you know, thing procedure, that can be done yeah. at any time. Okay, look, an elective is the word I'm looking for. The other thing is, this sentence is confusing to me. She had already asked three of our friends and they all said no due to bad or no credit. I don't know if that means that the friend who is asking for the money has no credit or bad credit mm -hmm. or the people that she asked have bad or no credit. Mm -hmm. So anyways, I just want to put that out there. Uh, the texter goes on to say, the money is not the issue. Um, the 36-month commitment and the astronomical interest rate uh, and being a co-signer is the issue. I trust her not to screw me over. You truly never know. Part of me knows how bad she is with money. And my husband says I should use this as a teaching experience so she can learn how to manage her money better and find better loan options. So I want to tell her no and tell her to go ask her parents for the loan. For reference, we're all in our mid-30s. I have children and all the expenses that go with that. While she is single, no children. Oh, sorry. Slacking. Do you even have to deliberate this one? No, but okay. I just like the music. Okay. I have a lot of power with this gavel in my music. I just feel like, you know. The court finds that you do not mix friendship with money. You do not loan someone and you do not take out credit on behalf of someone else because it can really screw up your credit, which can be a domino effect in many ways. Uh, nor is it re your responsibility to teach your friend. Although if it were me, I would say, Hey, I know some websites where you can do that. So the court rules in favor of the person who wrote that. Supreme court, Callie case number two on the docket for today. Uh, this one came in via Instagram direct message. It's from a woman who said her and her boyfriend made a commitment a year and a half ago to use certain credit cards to accumulate points that they would redeem for a trip. They have successfully done that. Is she, this a boyfriend or a husband? Uh, my boyfriend and I. Okay. 
I am the one who spearheaded the buy everything on this card, use this card, now use this card. I'm also the one who found the trip. I'm the one who made the plans. I'm the one who created the budget. This was my project and I rocked it. Here's the deal. We can book one first class ticket on one card. And on the other card, we can book our hotel room and one coach ticket. My husband is six foot five. Oh, she starts by saying my boyfriend. Now she ends it with my husband. So I have no idea. My husband is six foot five. I am five foot six. Who gets the first class seat? Or maybe there's a hidden message in this one. Maybe she screwed up at the beginning where she wrote, my boyfriend and I have enough points from our credit card. Maybe um, she's going on a trip with her boyfriend and her husband doesn't know about it. Oh, scandal. Yeah, well, I'm not going to rule on that. What I'm going to rule on is mm. who should get the seat. The court finds that you should book them with whoever's name, and then you should personally pay to upgrade the second one to first class since you saved all of this money and doing all the stuff so you both can sit together. I object. I don't think that's an option because if that was an option, wouldn't she have said that? No, I think what she has presented to the court is that um, it is a black or white thing with no room for interpretation, which will not go well for the rest of your lives in marriage. Sometimes you have to compromise and or think outside of the box. And I would hope that if you're the one that did it, that your husband would say you need it. But if it were Jeff and I, Jeff would say, let's figure out a way to get the upgrade to first class or it's one of you sitting coach and ask somebody to switch. The court finds Figure it out outside of the black and white. May I give a dissenting opinion on that one? Yeah. Okay. Here's what I think. Why don't you just book it? Like, I'm assuming that there's no wiggle room. So book it. And then on the way out, one of you sits in first class and then you just swap for the return. That was good, although um, I would be kind of bummed if we couldn't work together to, like, figure something out. Yeah. I mean, because I, like, you know how yeah, much I, I love know. sitting next to you on planes. Yeah, I know. And all I want to do is put my headphones in and sleep. I don't talk to you. I just like to snuggle up to you. Yeah, and all I want to do is put my headphones in and sleep. Have you ever looked at your credit card statement and been shocked by the interest rate? And did you know that you can roll all of your credit card debt into one monthly payment at a lower fixed interest rate? Now, if you're someone that has multiple credit cards, you're probably looking at different interest rates and it makes your head kind of want to spin, right? Think about just having one payment. Lower your interest rate and save with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. Rates start at 5.93% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. Plus the rate is fixed, so it will never go up over the life of 
of the loan. You can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. Just for our listeners, apply now to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M.com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rates range from 5.93% APR to 19.99% APR and include a 0.50% auto pay discount. Lowest rate requires excellent credit. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. Cooler temperatures are glorious, but that doesn't mean you won't get dehydrated. You still can be operating at less than optimum hydration, and you can solve that problem with Liquid IV. Liquid IV uses cellular transport technology, which is the optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium to deliver water and nutrients efficiently and quickly into your bloodstream. That means one stick of liquid IV mixed with 16 ounces of water. Let me say it differently. One delicious stick of liquid IV mixed with 16 ounces of water is going to hydrate you three to five times faster and more efficiently than water alone. And like I said, it's so delicious with flavors like watermelon, strawberry, and my favorite, lemon lime. You can get liquid IV in bulk at Costco, or you can go to liquidiv.com and use the code upside at checkout. Get 25% off everything on the website. That's 25% off anything you order when you get better hydration today using promo code upside at liquidiv.com. I am on the go all the time. And one thing I don't have time for is uncomfortable shoes. Well, fortunately for me, I am a very proud Rothy's customer. I have five pair now. I'm a paying customer of theirs. And I never have to worry about uncomfortable shoes because I know when I pick Rothy's to put on my feet at the beginning of the day that I am going to feel just as comfortable at the end of the day as I did in the beginning of the day. The thing that makes Rothy's stand out so much is that they have seamless design. So you can order them and literally comfortably wear them all day from the second you take them out of the box. And I can tell you that confidently because I have done that with every single pair that I have. And I can picture myself now. I have before. And if you own flats, You'll know this feeling. I remember in college, I used to put socks on, then put my flats on and I would walk around my apartment to break them in for like two weeks before I would put them on my feet. Do not worry about that anymore. Rothy's has got you covered. They are also as cute as they are comfortable. They offer flats, loafers, and my personal favorite, the sneaker style, in a ton of colors and patterns. And also they have super spacious, very, very cute washable bags. Rothy's also recently launched men's shoes and they're intentionally designed with an artisanal level of detail and created with zero waste. They're durable, washable, and better for the planet. Step up your wardrobe with washable, sustainable, stylish shoes and bags from Rothy's. Head to rothys.com slash upside to find you. Today's quote of the day. Nothing is particularly hard if you divide it into small jobs. Today's three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. Now, two of them are about bees because we do have a bonus episode coming out with the beekeeper this week. So I found two facts about bees. One of them is just random. This should be interesting. <laughs> 
I think you will uh, be excited about these. Okay, my first. <laughs> I'm buzzing with excitement. <laughs> that was a dumb. My first random thing is almonds are 100% reliant on wild bees and honeybees for crop pollination. In other words, no bees, no almonds. So you think about that the next time you're eating an almond joy or, you know, I don't know. Why was that the first thing I came up with with almonds? I don't know. Or just just almonds. almonds. Yeah. My second random thing is almond growers rent bees for pollination, and it is one of the most costly issues for growers. It's actually renting bees. Why don't they just keep the bees? Why don't they have like an almond farm that also sells honey? You know, I am not a farmer, so I can't answer that question for you. I'm just the person delivering the random fact. So I will leave you with that. And the third random thing that has nothing to do with bees is Nintendo. Oh, nope. I already did that one. A bolt of lightning contains enough energy to toast 100,000 slices of bread. And those are my three random things. A confession that I need to make regarding the chocolate chip cookies you took to work yesterday. That I actually did take to work because you so kindly asked me to. Yeah, because I can't handle having delicious chocolate chip cookies in the house. It's my weakness. I don't want them around. Not if we're trying to eat healthier. No, no, no. Take them to work. Uh, So I appreciate you doing that. Here's my confession. Uh, When... I was about to go to bed the night you were taking them to work. I saw your work bag sitting on the kitchen counter <gasps> and I looked in there and I said, well, let me just have one before she takes them to work. And they were in there and I actually had two of them before you took them out of You the, went through them. my purse yep. to find cookies. Yeah, I did. Yep. You Sorry. are next. Level. They weren't even like sticking out of my purse. I know. You went through my bag. Uh, Yes. I, yes, I am saying that it is a problem and I have identified the problem and I've asked for your help in solving it and you did. But I wanted, I wanted (laughs) to make that full confession. So if you like got to work and you know, and like, let's say it was a box of half a dozen cookies and you're like, Oh my gosh, he said he ate one, but there's only three in here. That means two must have fallen out in my, there's going to be a cookie under my seat or something. And you didn't spend hours looking for it. Nope. It's in my belly because I am a fat kid with no willpower. Uh, I know you well enough to know that I should not spend hours looking for a cookie. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. I know we keep saying that like, oh, this was the best thing ever. This was the cutest thing ever. But really the cutest thing ever happened in our house. And um, we, well, we, Jeff 
Uh, we practiced safe sleeping with our crib situation. Um, Ellie has this tiny little penguin that she likes and she is had that, it. Before you finish the story, is safe sleeping fairly new? Um, I think it's within the last like 20 years. Like I, I mean, it definitely, I don't think was a thing when we were kids. Even a few years? Because I didn't know this either, but to reduce the chances of harm coming to a baby that you're not supposed to put anything in the crib, including like bumpers or blankets or stuffed animals or pillows or pillows until you are a hundred percent sure that they can roll over, sit up, they can move all the things they can. So that way, if something got over their face, they can move it, they can move it. And I've had multiple people ask me, why don't you have anything in her crib? She looks so lonely in the crib. And I think we're getting to, like, we're at the point now where we could give her, like, when it gets colder, she'll have a blanket, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think when she's one, like, we have to keep an eye on it. But I think, you know, I mean, she's, if we do something that she doesn't want to now, like, I'll try to wipe her nose and she'll push me away. Like, the kid can get a stuffed animal out of right. her own face. Um, so Jeff let her take her little penguin friend in to nap, which, you know, we watch. And he sent me a screenshot of the monitor. This kid was holding the penguin's flipper while she slept. They were holding hands like oh, little best friends. Oh my gosh, it was the cutest thing in the entire world. My heart just melted and I just, it was so sweet. The bad, the downside of that is normally she takes a two hour nap, but she woke up about 40 minutes into it and realized that Mr. Penguin was in the crib with her. And usually she would just kind of like look around and then tuck her head back down and go back to sleep for the rest of her nap. This time she's like, I've got a friend. And she sat up and she started playing with it. And that was the end of the nap. So that's the downside, but it was pretty cute. Hi guys, this is Amy in Indianapolis. I'm calling about Jeff's um, discussion about changing the number on the uh, numbering on the podcast. And I am going to say that's probably a good move. I know I would have had a hard time listening to one numbered 666, so it might have really done a number on your listening rankings. Um, and as I was getting ready to make this call, I pulled through a drive-thru and my that was my total was $6.66, so I had to add something. I will walk under a ladder in front of a black cat or anything else, but that number I do not mess with and it really kind of tweaks me out. So I thought that was a kind of funny um, coincidence that that all happened at the same time. Have a great day. Thanks. Getting set up with ButcherBox is so simple. You go to butcherbox.com slash upside. You choose your box and delivery frequency. Now they got five different types of boxes. Four of them curated for you. Takes the decision making right out of your hands. And then they have a custom box so you can get exactly what you and your family love. Then they're going to ship fresh, high quality grass fed and finished beef, free range organic chicken, humanely raised pork, wild caught lobster 
tails and Alaskan salmon, sugar-free bacon, ground beef, all of that delivered right to your door when it's frozen at peak freshness and packed in a 100% recyclable box. You know it will be as delicious on your dinner plate as it was when it leaves ButcherBox World Headquarters. And right now, great deal for new ButcherBox customers, free ground beef for life. Yeah, free ground beef for life. Members get two pounds of free ground beef in every order for the life of their membership. But you've got to go to butcherbox.com slash upside and get your two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the life of your membership at butcherbox.com slash upside to claim this deal. Thank you to ButcherBox for sponsoring the upside with Callie and Jeff. Hey, Callie and Jeff, you're talking about the study on only siblings and Jeff's sweatshirt story. So I am actually a third child and I protect my clothes fiercely and it drives me crazy because now I have children who steal my clothes all the time. Um, But it stems from I had a favorite skirt and my sister borrowed it and she's three to four inches shorter than I am and she actually hemmed it, like cut the bottom so it would fit her. So now, if someone is around and needs to borrow something of mine, I will say sure, but then I have to be the person that goes through my closet and picks up what it is that I will lend you, because it's certainly not going to be one of my favorite things. And my daughter knows that if I catch her with anything of mine that is a favorite of mine, um, she's grounded and loses technology. So I feel you. Um, Also, all the only children I know, actually that's not true, 75% of the only children I know do not fit that narcissistic little emperor syndrome, but the handful that I do know fit that impulsive little emperor to a T. Love you guys. Bye. Hey guys, Amanda from Marietta. Um, love your factoids, but need to dispute one because I am a food as medicine instructor, certified instructor, and yes, wine does have some health benefits. The rule of thumb with nutrients in all food is the darker the better, so the redder the better. Um, but there are some anti-cancer and other health benefits to red beers. Those red uh, uh, hues are actual phytochemicals that help with a myriad of health conditions in small quantity, one per woman, two per average size male, without any sort of other alcohol pre-existing conditions, and current alcohol. And last but not least, a single malt scotch and or tequila after a meal aids digestion, which is why there originally were worms and bottles of tequila to demonstrate how they kill parasites. So not promoting starting drinking if you're not a drinker, but if you are, that's the healthier way to participate. All right, love y'all. Bye. I was feeling like some of y'all out there, you got dreams, but you're feeling like you just don't believe in yourself. Well, honey, if you don't believe in you, it's going to be so hard for other folks to believe in you. So you know what I want you to do today? I want you to start telling yourself that you can do anything you put your mind to. You got some books to write. You got some songs to sing. You got some inventions to invent. You going out there and have yourself a good day. I believe in you.